Memorial's Day by Robert F. Kennedy Memorial's Day My butler's name was Robert. He came before me and preferred to be called Robert. When I decided that I preferred to be called Robert and not Bobby, the family disagreed. Rose and Papa Joe had long ago decided that the servants working in our home were to be addressed by their first name, something that caused a bit of a scandal in the neighborhood, but was accepted because Papa Joe was not a man easily disagreed with. I disagreed with this decision, but felt that I, as a young boy, who was a part of the family Robert was working for, should have a choice in what I was called. All they did was use the logic of the garden playhouse and say, he was first. Robert became my butler when Joe Jr. went to war and was in no need of a butler, though his letters home might indicate otherwise. Robert's main duty was to dress me. He had not been used to dressing Joe Jr., for he was in his 20s and had been dressing himself since he was six, only needing help with ties and cuffs, etc. I told Robert that his job required him to dress me for the next day while I slept. Robert objected, but my family disagreed. Robert argued that I would not be clean and would need a bath before dressing, but I said Robert would bathe me in the evening, every evening, and if there were dirty parts in the morning, they could be taken care of after I woke up, dressed. My family agreed, and Robert knew it was best not to disagree again. Robert would come to my room an hour before my scheduled time to rise and would undress me from my sleeping clothes and dress me while I slept. It became my game to stop paying attention to calendars or to the words people said to me about the next day's events. I would wake up, yawn, stretch out my arms, open up my little eyes, and look down at my clothes. If I was in school clothes, I knew I had school ahead. If it was church clothes, I knew church was ahead. If it was happy church clothes, I knew marriage was ahead. And if it was sad church clothes, I knew a funeral was ahead. If it was semi-formal church clothes, I knew it was a holiday. One morning in late May, I woke up cranky, swatting at Robert, who was shining my cufflinks. He looked so unhappy. Robert, I asked, is it a holiday? Yes, Bobby. Which one, I asked. It's Memorial's Day, Bobby. Robert had a habit of pluralizing almost everything in a complicated and nonsensical manner. When we would be sitting around waiting for snacks, he would say, The cakes are in the ovens, boys. And in our heads, we would imagine dozens of cakes, dozens of plates. And when only one would come out, one big enough for a wedding party, the four of us would be upset at the lack of multiple everything and eat our cake quietly, mourning the loss of the plural. At the time of this poem, the family doctors had diagnosed me with what they call sloppy mouth syndrome. And the problem with having sloppy mouth syndrome is that often parts of words come out sloppy and some come out just right. So I often made sense, but not a lot of sense. It was said that I could have also had sloppy ear syndrome, and that I could only hear parts of words correctly, but the blood tests were inconclusive. When Robert told me it was Memorial's Day, I either misspoke or misheard it as Memorial's Day, and asked, who is Memorial? Robert, always a fan of mythology, proceeded to tell me that Memorial was the god of happy memories, and in the end of May, on a Monday, we celebrate his legacy. All bad memories, he explained, 
were to be not cast aside, but to be remembered as happy moments, not sad ones. I was grumpy when I woke, but happy to hear of this wonderful holiday. The family was preparing a picnic outside, and as Robert was cleaning my dirty parts, I came up with a song and sang it as I was being cleaned. Robert said I should perform it for the family, and I agreed. There were a lot of friends and family sitting in white chairs on the lawn. A lot of the men were in uniform. I thought they must be remembering today how wonderful it was to be in battles, fighting hand to hand to the death, flying planes into black clouds, and all the women were in blue and red, and they must have been remembering today how wonderful it was to be alone and worried. I asked Papa Joe if I could sing a song to help celebrate Memorial's Day. Okay, Bobby, he said, but it's pronounced Memorial Day. This is the song that I sang. It's time to forget all your troubles. All those troubles are smiling now. It's Memorial's Day. Nothing to be sad about, not what you were sad about. It's Memorial's Day. If they died, it's Memorial's Day. If they died, if they were sad, all those things never happened today. You don't have time to wait because it's Memorial's Day. Nothing bad has ever happened, not today. Because it's Memorial's Day. Forget all your troubles, forget all your troubles, forget all your troubles, forget all your troubles. It's Memorial's Day. Robert resigned at a letter and left it on my bed, which had been left unmade before I performed. He was not there for anyone to question his decision to disagree. My new butler's name was Eric. I didn't require him to dress me or bathe me, though after a few weeks of seeing me dress myself, my family disagreed. I asked if I could change my name to Eric and have Eric be called Bobby. I was hoping to confuse everyone and end up having them say, let's just call you Robert. But they did not take to it. And Bobby, I remained.